18 minutes it is before 9 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. We are under the microscope this evening and uh, we try and make sense. I mean, uh, you'd recall yesterday at the tail end of our conversation, uh, our discussion with Samgele Masego, one of our colleagues here at the SABC, uh, and much of our attention was, uh, I guess, uh, anticipating those remarks from President Ramaphosa in his capacity as President of the African National Congress uh, and, of course, uh, giving uh, some report back on a marathon uh, National Executive Committee meeting, which, uh, according to all of the reports that we're hearing in the rumor mill, uh, was uh, rather, I guess, a charge in a very heated meeting. And uh, one of the things that uh, the uh, president did say yesterday was uh, around, uh, I guess, the challenge of uh, what is seen by many as the RET forces uh, and uh, making reference and saying, you know, uh, no leader of the organization uh, should, I guess, uh, be... Uh, I don't know how to say it, uh, be seen to be actively or explicitly, um, I guess, in support of this, uh, which uh, does set uh, the the scene for a lot of uh, interesting discussion. And uh, one of the people who's certainly been a recognizable force within the RIT forces is my next guest, uh, former Deputy President of the African National Congress Youth League, former Nelson Mandela Bay Councillor out there in Kebeha, Andile Lungesa. Banjwa, good evening to you, my brother Gunjani. Yeah, how are you? That you would take time to speak to us uh, this evening. And uh, Banjo, maybe I want to just start and get your reflections on the report back um, the president gave, uh, the president of the ANC, yesterday evening. I, I think you, you joined many of us uh, sort of uh, probably following that and watching that on the television. What did you make of uh, that in the context of the unity and the renewal of the African National Congress? Now, all of us in the movement, you must remember that the ANC, when it was formed uh, in 1909, uh, from the 24th until the 26th of March, which it was also renewed in its second conference uh, in 1912 on the 8th of January, it was formed on the unity uh, of unifying all different groups uh, who were fighting uh, different wars, uh, which were defeated by the settlers in this country. The ANC became that vehicle uh, of, unif- uh, of unifying people of this country. Mm. Also, when the statement was read, uh, which spoke about unity, which spoke about renewal, which all of us, especially myself, I welcome uh, the statement. But the point which I think we must always put in first, if we talk about the renewal, it must not be renewal which is selective. Mm. It must be the renewal of all members of the ANC, including those who support uh, the ANC. Mm. Uh, it must not be renewal, which is selective. That is why we will make a call uh, to the leadership of the ANC, as led by President Ramaphosa, that it must be the renewal of all members of the ANC uh, throughout the country. Mm. Members of the ANC must be treated equally. They must not, we must not have members while protected different from other members. Mm. As we have witnessed uh, on the cases, uh, also the selective uh, justice, the prosecution of members of the ANC who are holding uh, different views, uh, which should have been persecuted all over the country. Even if you go to provinces, even if they write letters uh, to Lutuli House, they write letters uh, to provinces, Mm. there's no response. I'm simply saying... We welcome the unit of the organization, sure, sure. but the leadership must visit uh, all provinces, mm. must be able to interact with companies who are being uh, persecuted, where state organs 
are being used. Mm. Banjo, I mean, in your experience, um, I mean, you've spoken about instances where you feel there's a selective uh, application, be it of the law or even the ANC constitution. I'm quite interested in, in the comment that you're making around the selective use of, I guess, uh, you know, uh, prosecutions uh, to achieve uh, whatever political objectives those might be. Um, you know, on what basis do you say that? I mean, are you suggesting that there's a certain political agenda uh, that is being driven through the national prosecuting authorities, um, as was seen in the past, of course, or as was alleged in the past, I should say? No, 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 no. We'll go, I can make uh, just examples. We'll go, just take one case. Uh, in the Eastern Cape, mm. which involved uh, the chairperson of Buffalo Street, the charges were withdrawn uh, with no reason. When the state said no one no longer has the evidence to continue with the case, uh, with no time, when political dynamics change uh, in the country, the case was put back. We go back to the Eastern Cape and check the matter of the regional secretary of Amatology, where the affidavit was drafted at Talata. Uh, where the people who opened the case were were handled at the provincial office. Mm-hmm. But I think there are those cases where state organs have been used uh, openly against combats who are holding a different views. When we're raising those issues, we're not just making halu-palu, uh, we're raising issues which are, are based on facts. Okay. Uh, that's the reality. Okay. Even myself, when the provincial office talks to me, it talks to me through a disciplinary committee. If we remember last mm. year, I was called to a DC. When I went to the DC, all the charges were withdrawn. Uh, and then we'll just, we'll, we'll be surprised why we cannot respond where committee they can be able to engage you uh, politically. They engage you through a uh, DC. That's mm. why I was saying we welcome when the president talks about unit. Okay. Because unit can renewal is about engaging members of the ANC uh, political or political issues. Sure. So we sure. cannot run the organization only through uh, DC letters when we communicate with the members of the organization. Okay. Banjo, we'll come back to some of the issues that uh, you're raising in Agumbi, but I want us to take a brief break now. And uh, when we come back, we'll touch on uh, the issues in the Eastern Cape, but also uh, around what uh, the president spoke to yesterday in reference to the RET forces. We'll continue after this. The Portfolio Committee on Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development invites interested parties, people and stakeholders to submit written comments on the proposal for the Sectional Titles Amendment Bill. Now, the bill seeks to amend the Sectional Titles Act of 1986 so as to amend certain definitions to enable a developer to answer questions from the agents of the leasees and to comply with Section 26, Subsection 2 of the Spatial Planning and Land Use Management Act, Spluma, of 2013. Please send through your submissions to PCALRRD, so that's the Portfolio Committee on Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development in acronym, at parliament.gov.za by the 9th of April 2021. And for more information and to obtain copies of the bill, you can visit Parliament. Uh, you can visit www.parliament.gov.za or you can contact Ms. Albertina Kakaza on 083-709-8391. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of the Republic of South Africa.
We're in conversation this evening under the microscope here on Metro FM Talk with Andile Lungisa, who is a former councillor in the Nelson Mandela Bay area for the African National Congress out there in Grebecha. And uh, Mbanjo, I just want to hear your, your views. General Benchilo, just before we went to the break, and about the president's remarks, especially insofar as they relate to what he characterized as the RET forces. Now, uh, we certainly know, uh, you know, your position in that regard. And of course, uh, you're probably one of the more recognizable faces of that particular grouping with a particular interpretation of the resolutions of the ANC. Um, and I guess advocating for the uh, ultimate implementation and execution. No, no, all of us, when we were an ordinary member of what to Muli uh, Blackburn branch in Nelson Mandela region, uh, when I speak, I speak about the resolutions of the ANC uh, in totality. Uh, I'm not uh, part of any uh, RT group. Uh, the narrative which has been treated by the media. So, so also, Angela, you, you, you categorically would say you are not part of any grouping that mobilizes around or mobilizes yeah. and calls itself the Radical Economic Transformation Forces. No, no, we raise, uh, I think I always raise, I always speak uh, openly about the implementation of resolutions, especially which deals with transforming uh, the South African economy. Because the point which we always, which I always make, uh, we cannot allow a situation where the majority of South Africans, they remain as beggars in their own land, uh, in their own land of birth especially those who are Africans and Blacks. Uh, because we remember, even when we're part of the Youth League, mm. we're part of that generation which came with a clear plan of action, which was yes. adopted in the Conference of Youth League at Galaga Estate uh, in uh, mm. 2011. the transformation of the South African economy, yeah. where we said that commanding heights, Yes. 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 No, I'm just saying I want to clarify. And uh, I think, uh, oh, sorry about that. I think you make a very important point, you know, that these are the commitment to radical socioeconomic transformation is a resolution of the African National Congress. But I think is in the context of certain groupings, least of all who have come out and they've said we are the RET support group or RET forces in the province of Gauteng. And they would, of course, from time to time pronounce on certain ANC related matters. At times, that would be different, I guess, to, to the position of uh, the uh, uh, National Executive Committee or the top officials of the ANC. So you're saying you would not associate yourself with some of those groupings? No, no. sometimes we tend to elevate what is called form, not content. It's either a person will say the RT group or a person is not the RT group. They are condemned. We must be able to transform the South African economy. If we have a South African who stays in London, we have a South African who stays in Abuja, uh, in Nigeria, who calls for the transformation of the South African mm. economy. We must allow and welcome those ordinary South sure. Africans and not sure. focus on the form. Mm. I think one of the biggest mistakes uh, which we'll make is not to focus on the content of what. Sure, to sure. focus on the form. So you're saying let's focus on substance over form. 
Yeah. Sure, sure. Talk to me about the Eastern Cape. Uh, I mean, we saw the uh, provincial secretary there, uh, Lulama Ngukaito, be speaking and uh, I guess perform uh, some of the issues around the step aside provision, the interpretation of that resolution from the f- from the fifty fourth National Conference of the ANC. Um, and uh, I guess you know a lot of the, what the president spoke to yesterday was also about the interpretation of that particular resolution. And not only insofar as it affects the Secretary General, Isma Khashule, but many other members as well, uh, to whom uh, that would have some impact. What's your view on that step-aside provision? And of course, I guess, uh, you know, the implications that that is said to have on the Secretary General. And of course, how the province of the Eastern Cape and the PEC in that province has, uh, has treated the matter. Yeah, the, the, the unfortunately part, it's when uh, we read uh, the policies of the ANC in isolation from one another. Because if we are a leader of the ANC, we take full ownership of the ANC position since the formation of the ANC in 1909. Also later, which was affirmed by the Second Conference in 1912. Uh, there's no position of the ANC which we must be able to leave behind. Why I'm making at uh, this point, I think the NGC or the next conference of the ANC, it will need to correct uh, that gap. The gap which is there, you had an NGC of the ANC in 2005 in Pretoria, where you had then the deputy president was then released from the state uh, by the former president, Comrade uh, Tawumdeg. Mm. The structures of the ANC in that NGC called that the president, the former, the former president, who was the deputy president at that time, must, be, uh, must assume uh, full responsibility as a, deputy pres- as a deputy president in the NGC. In that NGC, even a song was sang by Uzuma Wednesday, when they mm. in that NGC. Mm. It then took a, a, a resolution which says that the Constitution of South Africa is an overarching document. All of us, let's respect that Constitution of the Republic. Mm. All other laws, all other regulations or rules from all other organizations, they cannot tamper uh, with the South African Constitution. They must be in line with the South African Constitution. They must not conduct uh, the Constitution. That's why the principle of innocent until proven guilty was then affirmed in the NGC, which the Polokwana Conference then endorsed uh, that policy position. Mm. Now the limitation uh, of our own combat, including at the leadership level, when they deal with the current resolution of the last conference, uh, the Nazareth. They deal with the resolution outside at the conference. There's so, no so you're saying the reading, the reading of that resolution... Uh, at the conference. Yeah, you're saying the reading of that resolution must be read alongside other conference resolutions that have dealt with Indus Mumila Gunji. Yes, you, mm. you, you, you don't vary how the movement evolved because it had the last uh, conference. And then, because it had the last conference, and then we delete all other conferences. Mm, mm. Others, they can even delete the formation uh, of the ANC. You don't do it. That's why I'm saying you take full ownership, even the processes which uh, were 
aligned even on on on, on forming the ANC. That's why we're saying when you read the Nazareth, you must read the Nazareth not in isolation with the policy position which was taken in Pologuan, which is part of the chapter two of the South African uh, Constitution, where it talks about the Bill of Rights and the Human Rights, which people of this country uh, fought for. That is a point which I will continue to make, that let's not read the Nazareth in isolation. Because we must remember, the individual members, they've got a record, they've got a right, where also their individual rights must not be uh, violated. Mm. Even if you go to the constitution of the ANC, uh, uh, chapter 5 of uh, rule 5 of the constitution of the ANC where it talks about the rights of members. It is in line of what uh, uh, Pologuan uh, adopted. That's why I'm saying sure. as we implement welcoming uh, 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 even the, the outcomes of the NEC, let us be able to strike uh, that balance. That is the way conferences sure. Sure. Uh, before I think I like what was contained in the statement that within the 30-day period, mm. there will also be engagement with the provincial chairperson sure, and secretaries, sure. which I'm hoping those provincial chairperson and secretaries, they will also take views from the members of the ANC okay. uh, in their own province. All right. Bajwa. Manbulele Kevane, man, uh, we're going to have to leave it here, my brother. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, certainly, I guess, as this particular story unfolds, uh, look to hear from you as well. Pandiabulele Ngospituba Namslanje. Thank you very much. That there was Andile Lungisa, uh, yeah, former deputy president of the ANC Youth League and uh, uh, former councillor in the Nelson Mandela Bay uh, ANC. And uh, I would have said RT Force, but he's saying, uh-uh, soon characterize all of them. We're going to have to leave it here, folks. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa.